Welcome to the KHOW Podcast. You've joined a community who focuses on following the word, living the word, and doing the word. We hope you enjoy these messages. Gracious and Heavenly Father, we thank you today. We honor you, Father. We glorify, we magnify your wonderful mighty name. There is a level of excitement in the kingdom today. There's a level of gratitude in the kingdom of the day, God. So we just thank you for being so awesome in our lives, Father God, not just throughout this week, just where we, we truly reflect about the things you have done in our lives, Father God. You have been in every situation, God. Every single battle or storm, every situation we've been dealing with, God, you have been constant. So God, we thank you today, Father God, for who you are in our lives. We thank you for t- t- today, Father God, for your amazing power, Father God. We reverence you today, Father God. Jehovah G- Jireh, God. Jehovah Nisi, El Shaddai, El Shalom, God. We thank you today, God. You are just so great, God. So amazing, so mighty in power, God. We thank you for your ultimate sacrifice, God. Your demonstration of love, God, for sacrificing your son, Father God. We are so unworthy, Father God, but you love us so much, God. So he's just in honor of who you are, Father God. We fall before you, Father God. We say yes to Yahweh today, God. Yes to your ways, God. We are honored, Father God, to come before you, Father God. Honored, God, to serve you, God. We thank you, Father God, for each and every person on your screen, Father God. Whether their screen is on or not, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for their lives, Father God. We thank you for breathing the breath of life into them this morning, Father God. So you already had this predestined, Father God, that we be on the screen together, God. So we thank you, Father God. We pray that you have your way today, Father God, that you give us the revelation, Father God, that rhema today, God. We're just excited, God. I'm excited, Father God, to... to just, just hear what you have for us today, Father God. It, it's, it's just amazing to be in your presence, Father God. And we are so excited, Father God. So have your way today, Father God, in each and every person. Have your way in teacher, Father God, Janetta, Father God. The words that you imposited into her, Father God, that she's really able, Father God, to give it out to us, Father God. Have your way today, Father God. In Jesus' name. Bless your name, God. Bless your name, God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Lord, this morning, I thank you for your word, God. I thank you for the prayers and the testimony that I've already gone forth, Father. Father, we come rejoicing this morning, God. We come praising you. We come worshiping you. So this morning, God, we open ourselves to receive from you, God. Father, this morning, we ask that you may examine our hearts, God, and our minds even more deeply this morning, God. Father, in spite of the weeks that the days that we have, God, we give you permission this morning to see if there is any wicked way in us, God. And we give you full permission, God, to test and to try us this morning, God, and to lead us in your way this morning, Father. 
Father, this morning we humbly bow before your presence, God, asking you. We are begging God to hear your voice and receive your guidance this morning, God. Father, I ask that you continue to give us strength and courage to do all that you have asked us to do, Father. Father God, I thank you for our encouraging witness, God, that you have placed inside of us, God, to continue to carry out your word. Father, may we never forget the plan and the purpose that you have for us, God, which is to know you deeper, God. Father, I thank you for working out in our lives, God, and the purpose, God. Father, even though we become disappointed at times, God, anger takes over, God, frustration, God. May we allow you to still be God in our lives, God. So I thank you, Father, for the pruning. I thank you for the lovingness that you have constantly been bestowing upon us, God. Father, you are faithful even when we are faithless, God. So I thank you. Father, I thank you that your love pursue us even when we are unlovable, God. Father, I, your forgiveness covers each and every one of our sins, God. So I thank you. Father, this morning, I give you praise for your love and your faithfulness towards us. God, your presence in our life changes everything, forcing us to push even harder, God. Father, may we continue to be intentional, God, and sit in a, in a posture, God, to, for great expectation for the things that you will be doing in our lives, God. Just knowing that you are in full control. So this morning, I pray that we all step out in faith, not just faith, God, but reckless faith, God, knowing that you will continue to do great and marvelous things. Father, as we go through today, God, and you, you cover your servant this morning, God, I ask that you continue to speak your truth, God, from the word. God, I ask that we open ourselves to receive whatever is coming forth from, from Janetta's mouth this morning, God. Father, I ask that she take herself aside, God, but put you on the forefront. We Father, um, um. Father, may we choose to be what you expect of us, God, and walk it out in faith, knowing what you have planned for us. Father, this morning, I just love you. And I walk with joy knowing you are giving me the strength to walk this journey, God. Father, I thank you this morning for your freedom of mind, God. Father, I thank you that we will not give the enemy power, God. Father, right now as I, I pause to bind distraction of the mind, God, that the enemy will try to come up against us. Thank you for walking with us when we are walking this journey, God. Father, this morning, I thank you and I trust knowing that you are always beside us. Father, may we never forget the promises that you have made for us. So God, this morning, I bow in humble adoration, giving you the praise and the glory that you deserve, God. So Father, have your way this morning, God. Allow the word to penetrate our hearts this morning, God. Allow it to be planted on, on good soil this morning, God. Allow it to take root, God, and multiply this morning, God. Father, this morning, give us eyes to hear and ears to see, God. 
Father, knowing nothing, we humbly come before your throne to receive your word this morning. Speak to us, Father. Father, I trust you. I love you and I adore you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, God. Yes. And so, Father God, we continue in that praise. We continue, Father God, to lift up the mighty name of Jesus. We continue, Father God, to bow down in your presence. We acknowledge that you are God. You are on the throne, Father God. This is your, may your kingdom come on earth as it is in a heaven, Father God. We come before you, Father God, acknowledging that you are the great God Almighty, Father God, acknowledging that we are your children, acknowledging that we are the sheep of your pasture, acknowledging, Father God, that and recognizing and that you are everything, Father God. And so we thank you. May we be strong in you today, Father God. We draw our strength from you. We are empowered through you and the union that that we have with you and we say thank you father god we cannot do it on our own father god for in our weakness you are made strong father god so we acknowledge father god that we are weak we acknowledge father god that we know nothing and so holy spirit we invite you into our homes we invite you into our minds we invite you into our um and to our hearts, our soul, and say, have your way, have your way, have your way. May the power be in us, the same power that resurrected Jesus from the uh, grave is the same power that is in us. Have your way, Holy Spirit. May we go forth in your power. May we praise our Father with that power. May we uh, be in gratitude with that power. We thank you. We put on the full armor of you this morning, Father God, so that we will be able to stand against all the schemes and the strategies and the deceits of the enemy, Father God. For we know that our struggles are not against flesh and blood, Father God, but it's against the rulers and against the opposing forces, Father God. And so we put on your armor this morning, Father God. We put on your armor, Father God. We put on your armor, Father God. Why? So that we can resist, so that we can stand our ground, so that we can go forth in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. We hold everything, Father God, for you hold everything in your hands, Father God. So may we be mighty in that today, Father God. May we lay down any distractions that will distract us from this moment, Father God. And we surrender this time to you. This time is yours, Father God. Have your way. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for your guiding and your comforting. Thank you, God, Father God, for your love and your blessings. Thank you, Jesus, for your intercession. And so have your way. Teach us. We know nothing. Teach us and show us. May your word, Father God, be like a two-edged sword, Father God, as your word says, Father God, rightly dividing the word of truth, Father God, that uh, will penetrate through even joints and marrows and bones, Father God. Have your way. May we hear you today, Father God. May we take heed to you today, Father God. We thank you. We love you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we just say thank you. Thank you out of our own mouths. May we say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And we all say amen. 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 Um,
Hallelujah. 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 What a just awesome blessing it is to just, you know, it's one thing when we praise by ourselves, but when two or three are gathered in his name, he is there in the midst. And so I just, I feel your praises today. And I'm just excited, excited, excited. So um, today, so I want to first tell you a story. So um, most of you know that we have a three-year-old, MJ, Malcolm Jr. And um, ever since he was a baby, we noticed that he was um, paid attention to anything that was musical. Like whenever he would hear a song, he would pay attention to it. At one point, when he was around one, he loved Sesame Street a little before he turned one. And so every time he watched Sesame Street, there was one episode that had to do with music and drums. He was glued in and, you know, he would always be making music. So we've always known that he has something musical. And it's something that as a mother, I've been learning to to pray over my children in a way of the way that God wants their life to be, not what I want them to be, not you know the things I want, but asking God reveal to me how it is that I should be their parent, their mother, reveal to me what it is that you created me to. And so music is definitely one thing that God has shown me, yes. So I don't know how he's gonna be in the music, but it's gonna be something. So, you know, we're always noticing that he can pick up tunes. He, he might not know the words, you know, his words are getting a little clearer now, but when he was, you know, when I was the only one that could understand his words, we didn't know, he didn't know what they were saying, but he hit that high note, he get that low note, he go up and down and it's just so funny. So right now we're spending um, every day at his, he called her godmother, his godmother's grandmother so his godmother's mother <laughs> apostle kai's mother and we spend time with her and at her home and so she um one of the shows she's watching right now is little house on the prairie and side note i used to think that that show was like really just old but it's a really good show but <laughs> anyway <laughs> i love seeing how they how they live on the you know with nothing but when she's watching the show mj's not watching it you know, he's watching his things, playing with his toys. And so yesterday the show um, came on and it was the beginning theme music. And all of a sudden he, and it's just, you know, a melody. And all of a sudden he starts singing with it. And he was like, you know, I can't sing. So I'm, you know, but it was like, he was hitting it. He knew when they, the, the notes would stop. He knew when it started. And me and Mama Gloria looked at him like, oh my good like it was amazing because I'm like how does he know the melody of this song to the it is you know to be different if it was a show that he watched that he was sitting there intently watching but this is just something he's hearing in the background and it only comes on at the beginning of each episode so it's not like you know we're watching it for the longest period of time so it really amazed us I got out the camera of course he started being silly and he didn't quite do it so I have to catch him when he doesn't um no, I'm recording, but it just amazed us that he was able to hit those notes and he knew the melody. And later on, I was thinking about it and I was like, wow, I thought, wow, 
what an amazing gift of music MJ has in his ear. And as soon as I heard that, I mean, as soon as I said that, immediately I heard the Holy Spirit say, you have the same spiritual gift in your ear. You just have to tune in. And I was like, and it kind of hit me. And I was like, what? Because I'm thinking, you know, I, listen, you know, everybody think they child is gifted. But I'm like, MJ got some, he got some gifts, you know? And so I'm like, really, Lord, are you sure it's that same gift? He's like, yes. And so as I started to, so then I started thinking about um, what does it mean to tune in? And, you know, you think about, you know, on the TV, the broadcast, they say, tune in next week to the show that's coming on next, next week, or you'll hear on the radio, they might say, tune in, or you tune in to the radio. And um, when I looked up the definition of what it means to tune in, it means to be aware of, to be sensitive to, or to be able to understand something. And so as I started studying it more, the one thing that really came up is when they have to fine tune a piano. And that that is very important for a piano is that you have to quite often tune up the piano. And it's a process that has to do with the strings and the tension. And so you have to, you know, uh, tune them up. And so these parts work together. Um, I see something in the chat. I just want to stop and acknowledge because I see, um, well, I, oh, so sorry, Miss Lynette, that your aunt passed this morning. So I just want to stop right now and let's pray for Miss Lynette and and her her family. Um, so Father God, we lift up Miss Lynette to you right now, Father God. We lift up her family to you, Father God. We know, Father God, that you are in control, Father God. You are the God who knows and sees and does all things. And so, Father God, we give it to you, Father God. We pray, Father God, for her family, the cousins, the children, Father God. May you hold them in your arms. May you hold their hearts, Father God, that they know and that they will cling to you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for this moment right now that we can cover Miss Lynette as she has received this news, Father God. And so we thank you for our sister, Father God. We thank you for her heart. We thank you for her love. We pray, Father God, for any of the details and the arrangements that will come following, Father God, to be with them, Father God. Send your word to her family right now, to the home, Father God, to the cousins. Send your word and make your word active in their homes right now, Father God. We thank you, we love you, we bless your name. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Uh, no, she doesn't want anything. So Lynette, we're praying for you. Um, let us know if you need anything. Um, so in continuing with the tuning in, um, and so, it's very important with the piano that it is done. And so the reason it's done is because it prevents damage. Um, it helps the parts inside of the piano work together and smoothly. Um, and so our message for today, the father is telling us to tune in, that we need to tune in. 
And when you think, when you look at the way that something is tuned in, there's three, three components. I see three components in it. The first is the ears, the piano strings and the instrument. And so the first thing is our, is the ears. And our ears are very important because they are part of our five senses. So when we look at our ears, this is a part of the five senses. Um, and the five senses are so very important because we need our senses. Our senses help us to gather and respond to information about our environment. It helps with our survival. It's the primary means we use to gain new knowledge. And so we taste things, we see things, we hear things, we smell things. And so it's important. And so the ears are a part of that. So first we have to understand that it's very, very important to our senses, to who we are. Then um, we also have to acknowledge that because we are dual citizens, meaning that we have citizenship in the natural, in the earth, and we also have citizenship in the kingdom, we have to understand that for us, we don't just have our natural ears. We also have spiritual ears. When we accept and ask the Jesus to come into our heart, when we um, live with the Holy Spirit, we have to know that we have access to a spiritual ear. And it's important that we don't, that we don't always just acknowledge the natural. It's important that we also make sure that we tune in to the spiritual ear that we have. And so the second component with tuning in and tuning up is, you know, the strings. And so for us, the Holy Spirit is our strength. It's the way in which the sound comes to us. So being connected to the Holy Spirit is very important. The Holy Spirit is our compass and our guide. The Holy Spirit is our companion. That when and when we have the Holy Spirit, as when Jesus left and he sent us and gave us the Holy Spirit, there is a newly attained connection and access that we have in the Spirit. And I connect this in the same way as when I think about MJ's ear, where I can say he has a musical ear and no matter what, his ears are tuned to music. And so in this situation where he wasn't even focused on the show, he wasn't even looking at the show, but just because he was in the environment and just because his presence was there, he was able to, connect to that in his ear. It's the same way that we are to um, tune into our spiritual ears, that no matter what's happening, God has given us that spiritual ear, that no matter what we are doing, our ears should always be tuned into the spirit. We should always be tapping into that. And then the third thing is the instrument. It's the tool by which the tuning occurs. It's the, um, you know, and for some people, they use um, electric devices, and for other people, they are used the old-fashioned, where they use the Allen wrench and a tuning fork and some well-honed eardrums. And so then that got me to thinking, well, what's our instrument for us? And so I want us to turn to 1 Samuel 3, and I want us to read verses 1 through 10, and Minister Malcolm, if I can ask you to read those for us, 1 Samuel 3 verses 1 through 10. 
1 Samuel 3, verses 1 through 10. I'm reading out of the NIV version. It says, The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There was not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. But Eli said, I did not call you. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Again, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. My son, Eli said, I did not call you. Go back and lie down. Now Samuel did not know yet the Lord did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. A third time the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, Go and lie down, and if he calls you, say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there, calling as at the other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. Amen. That's good. Thank you, Minister Malcolm. Um, so here in this passage that we just read, we have Samuel who had, um, who's grown up and he um, at the time had been serving under Eli. And it was the moment in which God was um, calling Samuel. And so God began to call Samuel. And when Samuel heard God's voice, it sounded like Eli, because that was what Samuel was used to hearing. He was used to hearing the way that Eli would call out to him. And so he started, he kept running every time he heard Samuel. Then Eli, I mean, um, Samuel would run to Eli and Eli's like, I didn't call you, go back. And then he heard it again. So three times and the third time Eli realized, oh, what you're hearing is the voice of God. And so this time when you hear, these are the words that I want you to say. And the words that he had Samuel say is the way in which we tune in. How do we tune in? What is the instrument that we use for us? It is the word listen. He told Samuel to say, speak Lord, I am listening. And so it is important that we listen. So let's break down what it means to listen. And the beautiful thing about listen, as we have learned before, that whenever we see a word repeated in the Bible, know that you should take pay extra careful attention to it because that means that the Lord God is trying to speak to us. He, it is something that we are needing uh to, to hear more than once. And so the word listen is repeated throughout the Bible hundreds of times, over 300 times. And the word listen can also be, uh, is synonymous with the word hear. 
to hear. So when you see listen, it also means hear. And so um, when I looked up, what does it mean to listen, Lord? And so there's three ways, and I'm going to say it again, Minister Malcolm, so you don't have to write it down now. But there were three definitions that I saw. It said to hear, when you hear the word listen, it means to hear something with thoughtful attention or to give consideration. It means to pay attention um, to a sound, and it means to be alert or to catch an expected sound. And so when we look at these definitions, there are three words. I wanna give us three ways on how we can use listening to tune in to our spiritual ear. So three ways on how we can use listening to tune into our spiritual way. So when I look at the first definition of listen, it says, again, to hear something with thoughtful attention or to give consideration. To hear something with thoughtful attention to give consideration. So here, even in the definition of listen, we see the word hear, we see, we see thoughtful attention and giving consideration. And so the first way that we can use our, use listening to tune in is to listen as you read, to listen as you read. And in the past year, we've been learning to pray, to not only pray with just let me see or hear, We've been learning to say, Lord, give me the ears to see and the eyes to hear. And, um, and Evangelist Sue prayed that this morning. And so ears to hear, I mean, ears to see. And so when we are, so we all know that it's important for us to read the Bible. We all know that there is that there is power in it. We know this thing, but the important, one of the important things with the listening is that as we are reading, that we are not just reading just to read. We learned on uh, Wednesday that there is, diff there is some people who just read, can read the Bible with no knowledge, but we wanna read the Bible with knowledge. And so as we are reading the Bible, as we spend time um, in the word, it is very important that we invite the Holy Spirit to read with us, that we don't just open the book, but just to say the simple word is Holy Spirit, let's read. Let's read together. Because when we invite the Holy Spirit, then that invites um, uh, us to be able to see it in his eyes, that as we're reading it, we're reading where thoughtful attention, that as we're reading, we are giving thought to the words that we are seeing and that we are hearing. When we are reading it and listening as we read, we, we can apply it to our lives because the Bible is not just about you, but the Bible is for you. It's for us. And I love learning that this past year because I used to always think that the Bible was just a bunch of Bible stories, that it was Bible stories of things that happened a long, long time ago, and that it was just, it happened to them. But when I shifted my focus to then, as I'm reading, to put myself in place, it opened a whole another level of revelation because I was able to see how does this affect my life? How can I use this what happened in my life? And so I love it in this where Eli tells him, tells Samuel, speak 
I mean, to tell him, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And when we look at this posture, because that's what it is. When Samuel says, speak, Lord, I am listening. That is a posture in which we need to take every time, all day, <laughs> all day long, when we're reading the word, just when we're going about our day, but we have to have the posture of speak, Lord, I'm listening. When I hear that, I see a posture of being open, being holding our hands out and saying, whatever it is that you have to say, I am ready to listen to it. And so then when Samuel then takes that instruction and he says, speak for your servant is listening, then the Lord was able to speak and he was able to hear him. It opened up, it tuned, his ear was able to tune when he was able to say, I am listening. And so in order for us to tune in, we have to just, the simple posture of saying, I am listening, Lord. And I am listening. And a lot of times we're listening for God to speak to us directly all the time. Oh, I need God to speak right now to me, Lord. But we got a whole Bible right here of pages and scriptures of the Lord speaking to us. Do we take the time to stop and really listen? Do we take the time to really look and see what he says in his word? And so the first way is just to tune in to what you read. Second, the second definition um, of listen or to hear is to pay attention to sound. So for example, when you listen to music, when you listen to music, you're paying attention to the sound. And when you hear something, a sound like music, there is a natural reaction to do what? To respond. And so our second way that we can tune in is to pay attention, I mean, it's to listen to respond. So we listen so that we can respond. And when you hear music, you're, there is a natural, most people, there is a natural reaction that you're gonna move your body, that you're gonna tap, you know, tap a beat, some people sing with it, but you hear something, you hear the sound and you react. Thunder is a sound that we've been hearing a lot here being in Tennessee. We respond because you're like, whoa, whether you're jumping or if you hear like a loud noise, you respond. When police and ambulance, emergency services, how do you know when they're coming? It's because they have a sound that alerts you so that when you hear the sound, you are to respond. And how are you to respond? You're to slow down and stop. And so when we are in the position, when we're listening to respond, then we place ourselves in a, a, a posture that will respond to what we hear. And so let's turn to Isaiah 55. And so I want to read verses two and three. And so Isaiah 55 verses two and three reads, and I'm reading out of the Amplified Version. Why do you spend money for that which is not bread? and your earnings for what does not satisfy. Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight in abundance. Incline your ear to listen and come to me here so that your soul may live and I will make an everlasting covenant with you according to the faithful mercies 
promised and shown to David. And so here in just these two scriptures, we see the word listen, we see the word hear. And so again, it's a, 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 a command that God is giving us that it's important for us to listen to what he says. And it's not just listen to what he says. In verse two, it says, listen to me and eat what is good. What is that? You listen and then you respond. So we listen to him and then we do what is good. And then it says, when we do that, we are, what, what is the response that we'll get? Our soul will delight in abundance. And so not only do we listen to respond, but we get a, we get a result from that responding. We get something that happens to us. And then in verse three, it says, incline your ear and come to me. And so when I hear the word incline, it's kind of like tune in. You have you ever like you could you you know sometimes it's happened on Zoom where somebody's voice is real low. And so what do we do? We go like what they say. You like incline your ear. That's what we so that's what God is telling us to do. That in order to hear them, sometimes we got to turn our ear to Him. We got to put it closer. We got to incline. And so when we do that, that allows us to put ourselves in a position to be able to better hear. And so, you know, we listen to respond. So we don't listen just because we want to know something. When we hear it, we move. When you listen, things will happen. And it reminds me, you know, in motherhood and, you know, we've all been children, that when you know you you tell your child to do something or you're told to do something and you say are you not listening to me and the reason we say are you not listening to me is because they have not responded in the way that you have told them to respond so if i say put away that book and you go back in and they still haven't put away the book you're like did you not hear me because what is a sign that they heard what is a sign that they listened is that they responded and did the action that it is that you are asking them to do. The same way we are to tune in our ears to the Lord. So it's not the purpose of tuning in is not just listening for the sake of listening and just to hear so that it can go one ear and out the other. The point of listening is so that he is asking us to respond to what we hear. And then the third thing that we, the way in which we tune in is um, the definition was to be alert for an expected sound. To be alert for an expected sound. So for example, example, listen for his step. And so that, when I think about that, let's say you are, um, you are waiting for someone to come to your house and they don't have a key. But they say, listen out for me. Well, I'm going to listen out for you until when you, so I'll know when you come. And so you listen for that, you know, for a step at the door, or you listen for a knock at the door or a doorbell or their car pulling up. You're listening for an, an expected sound. You're listening because you know that they're going to show up. They said that they were coming. They said that they were on their way. So you opened up your ears in a special way that you wouldn't just be listening any other time. When you don't expect anybody to come to your house, you're busy doing other things. But when you know somebody is coming, there is an expectation that you tune your ear in so that when they come, you are ready to greet them. When they come, you are ready to open the door for them. And so in the same way, we must listen 
for an expected sound. And where, where can we find that expected sound? We find it when we pray. When we pray, there is an expected sound because prayer is communication between you and the Father. Not just you speaking at the Father, not just you talking, but that is a time where he speaks and you speak and, you, and there's a sweet communion and a communication that goes back and forth. And so we must go into prayer, not just with our petitions and our requests, but we must go into prayer with the intent to listen for an expected sound because we know he says when you come when you knock when you see when you come to you will find me and so we need to go to him with that expected and so as we pray to the father we have to are we sitting and listening are we just going to him with our own thoughts? Are we listening to what God has to say? Are we listening to what he wants to say back to us? And so it is important that as we sit, as we pray, we must sit and listen. Because as we know, it's not that God isn't always speaking. God's always speaking. What do we hear? We're just not always listening. But how can we listen? Tune in, incline your ears when you pray. Because why? You come with an expectation that he's going to be there. You come with an expectation that he's going to answer that door when you come knocking. And so we can also do that when we are reading scripture, that we're not just reading the scripture, but we also pray the scripture. It's important that when we pray the scripture, we're praying back and we're speaking back. We're listening to the expected sound. We're knowing what the expectation is. And so that's why I love in Samuel, in, in first Samuel, I love what Eli told Samuel to say. And what Samuel said is that he said, speak, Lord, I am listening. So again, he has this expectation that the Lord wants to speak. He has an expectation that the Lord wants to guide him. He has an expectation that there is a sound that is coming from heaven that it is important for him to, to hear. And that is what we, the posture we need to be. May our prayer start becoming, speak Lord, I am listening. I am listening so that I can respond to you. I am listening so that I can expect to hear a sound from you. And I am listening so that I can see and, um, and read what I see and hear you in my, in, my, in my reading. Again, three ways we tune in is to listen. Listen as we read, listen to respond, and listen to pray. So now that we know that, the opposite is, well, what can block our listening? What are some things that can block our listening? And so the first one is only going to God for moments. When we only go for those moments. And what I mean by that is a lot of times we're wanting to... We go to God to hear him when we want to hear him, not when he wants to speak to us, when we want to. And so we're only going at those moments where we, I just need to hear from God today. I, you know, tomorrow I don't need to hear, but today I do. And so we're going to those moments, but we cannot expect to hear from God only in those few mo moments that we just give him to speak. We have to be open to hear him 
all the time, whenever he wants to speak, not when we want to listen. And the second thing is what blocks us is noise. You know, when I think about noise, I, I immediately think about, I remember at the time, you know, so most of you know, we moved to Tennessee this year, but during the pandemic, you know, we lived in California in Inglewood and I just needed to get outside. And so there was a time where, you know, I was like, oh, I don't have anywhere to go anywhere. We lived in an apartment building. It, it just, you know, it, it felt stuffy. And so one day the Holy Spirit showed me, oh, you have this balcony space outside. You need to make use of that balcony space. And so I'm a DIYer, I'm a crafter, I like to do things. And so um, Malcolm and I, we transformed the balcony into like a little oasis. We put some grass out there. We put these little benches, some plants, some lights. It was just, it was just beautiful. And so, um, and during that time I would go out there in the evenings and then sometimes I would go in the morning. And so there was a season during that time I was waking up very early to sit on our balcony. It was my, it was like my little sanctuary. It was my time to spend with the Lord. It was my time to be with him. And so I was waking up as early as five, 5.30 in the morning. And it was just such a beautiful time. And one day um, I was out there and I could hear the birds singing. They were so loud. They were just singing, chirping away. And it was just so beautiful to me. I remember thinking like, wow. It was like, I don't think I've ever heard birds, the birds in LA chirp this loud before. And so it was just so beautiful. And so um, every morning since then, I would go out there and I was looking forward to it. Like I couldn't wait to hear the birds sing and the birds chirp. Well, after you know, maybe a couple weeks or so, my 5 and 5.30 a.m. wake up time turned into like 6.30, you know, 7 o'clock wake up time. <laughs> and so it started to get later. And I realized I couldn't hear the birds anymore. And I was like, oh, maybe the birds are gone. You know, that was my thought. Like, oh, maybe they come over here in the morning and then they're gone. And one day while I was out there praying, God said, listen to the birds. And at first I was like, they're not here. They go. They only come in the morning time. But as I began to sit and listen, I started to hear other noises. I was hearing the trucks pass it, pass by. I was hearing car alarms. I was hearing people. I was hearing all the cars. And it took me a few minutes. And God said, just keep listening. And as I sat there and I kept listening, it finally, it amazed me that after a while, I finally started to hear the birds. And it amazed me because I had never noticed them there before because there was so much noise, other noise that was going around. And I had to, in order for me to hear the birds while the noise was going, I had to seek them. I had to be still. I had to truly focus my attention on knowing. So I knew that there was an expected sound I just couldn't hear them until I sat still enough to find them. And so fast forward to this past year in Tennessee, can I tell you, I hear the birds all day, every day, all day long, like six o'clock in the evening, 
like they just going off so like I'm just like oh my goodness and so I had a thought where I was like well Lord do the birds just sing more here are they more happier and as I begin to study this with the tuning in it's not that the birds sing it's not that these birds are different than the ones in LA it's because now I live in a place that the noise has been cut out where we live, there's not a whole bunch of cars driving by. There's not a lot of people hustling, bustling, trying to get to where they need to go. It is just the quietness and the peace. And because the noise has been cut off, yeah, cut out, now I'm able to hear all day long. And so for us, when we're tuning into our spiritual ear, um, what is competing with your ear space? What noise do you need to cut out? Is there uh, images that are in your mind that's causing you to hear certain things? Is it the radio? Is it the TV? Is it uh, rehearsing past life moments? Could it be phone? Could it be addictions? Could it be alcohol? Could it be sweets? Could it be coffee? You know, what is it? And I wanna take you to 1 Corinthians 6 and 12 that says, everything is permissible. Paul said, everything is permissible for me, but not all things are beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be enslaved by anything and brought under its power, allowing it to control me. And so I love this scripture because when, you know, we hear this word a lot, like, Remove the distractions. What is distracting you? What are you? And you think sometimes, well, I just, I love coffee. Like there's nothing wrong with coffee. No, there's not every, anything wrong with coffee, but there is a difference between, you know, it's not about what's good or bad. It's about what's beneficial. Is there an addiction to something that's causing you to, that's causing noise in your head that's keeping you distracted from the things of the Lord? Is it beneficial? So yes, it's permissible, but is it beneficial to what it is that God wants us to do, to being able to hear his voice? And so that might mean we need to sit and ask, show me God, is there some noise that needs to be removed so that I can clearly hear you? And yes, again, I'm not talking about, you know, when I learned how to sit and be still and I could hear God, there will be times when we'll be able to hear God do the noise. But again, we're talking about tuning in, fine tuning this spiritual ear. And so we want to get to the point where we're like MJ, where no matter what's going on in the room, we're going to be able to hear what that spirit is saying. But in order to get to that place, we have to, we have to work on it. We have to fine tune. We have to tune up. We got to get a tune up and we got to make sure our ears are working in the place and so it might seem that for a season or for a time we might have to remove something that may be permissible it may be good but is it beneficial to us being able to hear and then the third thing that couldn't block us from listening is just a simple idea of just not doing the work not taking the time to tune in not realizing what we have and we don't want to be how like how they describe in how it's described in Hebrews 5:11 that we become dull and sluggish and disinclined to listen. Just wanting to drink milk instead of chewing. We want to be 
full of his ear. We want to be clear that the notes and the strings are in a beautiful melody that we will hear all the time. And so finally, why is listening and hearing important? Well, one, it goes back to what I mentioned earlier about our five senses. The senses are important because it aids our survival. So listening to what listening to what the father is saying or has said and will say will aid in our survival in this world. It gives us new knowledge when we rely on our senses. The second reason is because it expresses gratitude to the father. God hears us when we go to him in prayer, we're going to him because we know that he listens to us. And so why wouldn't we wanna give him that same courtesy? Why wouldn't we want to give him that same thanks, that saying, Lord, you listen to me and I am grateful to listen to you. Three, why is it important? Because hearing is the mode by which the son of God and followers receive from the father. We know, we know that scripture, hearing comes by, well, faith, sorry, faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. And so in order to have faith, in order to live by faith, we must hear. It is important. It is, it, it is something that is critical. We cannot have faith. We could not have said yes to Jesus without hearing him, about him, about believing. And so we became his children or became um, saved, excuse me, we became saved through our faith. And so it is important that the faith does not stop, but that we continue in our faith every single day. We have to live a life of faith and we live that life of faith by hearing the word of God. And then the fourth thing is that we, it's important for us to listen because we were made to give God glory to be used by him, to follow Christ. It is the will of the Father. Jesus calls on those who have spiritual ears to use them. He says, let the, him who has ears to hear, let him hear. We want to follow in Jesus's footsteps and hear. He has given us, we have been given the spiritual ear. Each and every one of you on this that calls yourself a follower of Christ has been given, was left the Holy Spirit and has been given the spiritual ear. So don't say, oh, I don't have that ear. We all have that ear. And so let us take that spiritual ear that we have and apply it and tune in to the Father because Jesus is bidding us to tune in. And as we are in this year of the return, it is time for us to return to the tuning of our Father. Because when we tune into him, it lets us return to him in his will, in his word, in his way. Let us take the posture and the prayer of to say, speak, Lord, I am listening. Amen. Amen. Any questions, comments, or concerns? Janetta, I just want to say, well, teacher Janetta and my sister, I just want to say this was an extraordinary word. I thank God for you. It brought so many things home and tied into what the people uh, that spoke earlier, or my sister and brother that spoke earlier, what they said, 
and even down to listening to God and writing and hosting God is what Eli told Samuel to do and to mm. activate that is what you taught us today and believe in what God said and what Alicia said about writing. I've been writing and writing and writing and God is speaking and moving and you know, Brother Minister Malcolm, when you said all things work together for them who love the Lord, the Lord has been speaking to me about that because he said, I said all things. And I said, okay. And he said, that means that you give me your pain. You ask me to take your pain. You ask me to take your hurt. You ask me to take your shame. You ask me to help you through the things that are burdening you. But you did you give me your joy? Did you give me your peace? Did you give me the love that's in you so I can show you how to get it more abundantly so when I show you that all things work for the good and when you start seeing the good in your life, you will accept what you see because you yeah. got your ears to see. So you can accept it because of the fact that I, you have given me everything. Oftentimes I want to get something to you is what the Lord was saying to me and I can't get it to you because you're not accepting that all things work together for the good of them that loves the Lord. So even in the times of being distressed, even in the times of sorrow, I'm getting something to you. So if there's a change in your life, ask me how yeah. to change it, right? Not to change it for the pain and more pain and the hurt and to dwell in the sorrow, but I want to get something to you. And so even like today, you know, I was getting up this morning and the Lord said, I want you to go out and walk. And it was just time, you know, as you saw, I was outside for our fellowship. And the Lord said, wrap your foot and go, because if you want me to heal your body, give it back to me. And I said, Lord, I will go because I will give it back to you. So all of this has blessed me because it's tied into what God is saying and a further, you know, way to know how we are connected, not only to the Lord, but the, but the God in us. So I thank God for a, a miraculous and wonderful word. And again, I love y'all. God bless you, everybody. Amen. We love you too. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, Elisha and then Evangelist Sue. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was, it was a good word. Um, one thing that stood out to me, you said that um, when you were describing the listening, when you were breaking that down, um, you said to be alert for an expected sound. And the example that you gave was that when you're waiting for someone to come, let's say they don't have a key, um, you listen for them. So for me, people that I'm comfortable with and that are comfortable with us, they go to our back door. Now, what's unique about our house is we have a doorbell at our back door, but we don't have a doorbell at the front door. And mm. so, um, we will listen for people at the front door, <laughs> but for other people, I want to describe it as it's, it's, we become lax, right? Well, everybody that we know is going to come to the back door and they're going to ring the doorbell. So we're not really listening for them to come. We just know, okay, well, this is what the sound is going to be with people and things that we're familiar with. We only pay attention when it's like, okay, well, this has to be somebody we don't know because they came to the front door. Mm. And so it just reminded me that I need to not be so lax yes. when it comes to the things of God and comes to the things of Holy Spirit, because it may not always be a doorbell ring. Yeah. <laughs> it may be something else. And, um, 
it may be a different time, a different location of the house, right? For example, um, that I need to be keen to. I can't just yeah. become lax because it's like, well, God always comes this way. He always speaks to me this way. He always shows up this way. So that's what I'm looking out for. That's what I'm listening for. Um, but you just reminded me that, no, <laughs> it's more than just the back door that he comes to. So yeah. just thank you. That, that's so good. Thank you, Alicia. I know I was like, and, and what, I, what I see in that example is that we become so focused on listening for someone unexpected rather than listening for the one that is expected. And so, you know, I think that's just so good. We, we pay, you know, there, there's like a, an alertness, a fear, like, oh, who's coming to the front door? We hear something. And so, you know, so that's good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Evangelist. As you were um, teaching this morning, um, great, 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 great clarification um, and, and, and a good word. As you were teaching, all I kept hearing and I kept thinking about is that if we don't tune our ear to hear, that's why we, we as believers, we operate in error because we're not hearing the voice of the Lord clearly because we're not in a posture in a position to where we're tuning our air. So we operate out of air. We move because we did not wait to sit down and tune our air where we can hear the voice of the Lord with the instructions because instructions is being given. But if we're not sitting down and waiting to hear the instructions from the father, when we move, we move out of air. So all, all I keep hearing is that we need to be able to sit down and wait, fine tooth or, or air so we can hear when the yeah. voice and the instructions come forth, then we can move and we will move positive and we will not move hastily. So that's yeah. all I keep hearing as, as, as believers, we need to sit in a posture where we can hear, where we can see. And with the noise, it's amazing that you said that because to me, for me, Noise can go both ways because I know a lot of people can, can cannot sit in silence. They need music and that, that would be considered noise for some people mm -hmm. where they need to be still, they need to be quiet, but for some, they need music. Some, they need to hear the cars moving or, or, or just stuff where they can focus because at the end of the day, because we're fine to, we're fine um, hearing or air to hear from God. We, some of us go above the noise or we yeah. go through the noise. So it, 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 it's, it was good. And it opened my mind now to all different aspects of just sitting still and waiting, find, yeah. find or air where we can actually hear from God. So that was good. That is, that is good, because I think that's an important aspect of it, is that in order to tune in, we have to be fine-tuned, you know, and so we have to make sure we're taking the time to allow our spiritual ears to be tuned, and so even those with musical gifts, they still have to practice, they still have to sit and listen to music, it, because they still have to tune, fine-tune their ears, and so that's important that we have to sit still and listen. Thank you. Miracle Marlo. Hello, beautiful. Good morning. That was such a great word. Um, 
I was reminded of something I shared with KHAL like years ago and some other people in KHAL that um, when I was in my depression, when I was, that's what I, I didn't hear the birds anymore. And, and that's what I had noticed. I didn't hear birds anymore. And I was like, what is wrong with me? And it was so many other things going on in my mind that I was listening to and so much that I was trying to block out. I was blocking out the Holy Spirit. I was blocking out from, from, from listening. And, and it wasn't until I started listening and just released all that, that I started hearing the birds again. So that was just like such a valuable word for me because that's something that's always so clear to me. And that's something that I love to hear to this day is I listen for those birds in the morning. And, and that means so much to me that I listen for those birds. And then also just real quick this morning, um, and I share with my son, I, I did, I woke up in a funk. I've been in this kind of like little weird thing for a couple of days and not really know what was wrong. And, um, and I was also having problems with, with my breathing, with breathing. And, um, it's this song that was staying in my head that I always like, and it's called breathe. It's a Christian song called breathe. And, um, and I was like, I want to listen to that song. I want to hear that song this morning. And, um, I get distracted at times. So when I turned on YouTube, um, I saw something else and I've been telling myself also I need to listen to other music because I'm always listening like to the same music a lot. So I was like, okay, well, let me listen to this right quick. And then I listened to this other song and it was playing and I just started praying and I just started praising God. And I was like, just really into it. And, and I was like, God, I know you hear me, you know, and it was just so deep to me this morning. But anyway, then right after that, the song that I had been thinking of all morning that just came on automatically. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I was just, thank you, Father, you know, thank you. I know you hear me, but thank you this morning for acknowledging that you heard me this morning. So yeah, that's that's all I wanted to share, but listening and hearing is just, yeah, it's so important. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, we have Minister Malcolm and then Mama Jay. Amen. One of the things that really stood out to me, Minister Janetta, is you had mentioned um, uh, you were talking about why um, what can block our listening. And you said only going to God in moments. And I was like, wow, I thought about all the times where I went to God for something in a moment. And I realized the reason why the blocking happened is because it's God competing against all the other noise that you normally listen to. So if God is trying to speak in his mercy and his grace, you know, we'll hear him. But as opposed to every single day being open to hearing whatever he may say, it makes it that much easier to move. See, the thing about noise and only listen to God in moments is you then begin to question what you're hearing. Whereas when you're listening all the time and you know God's voice, you know, my sheep will know my voice, then it's very easy for you to be like, for God, Holy Spirit says, you need to do this. You don't question, you go, I need to go do that. That's why you can immediately say, oh, I need to give a hundred dollars to somebody. There you go, Lord. Oh, I need to go, this person I need to call and make sure that, okay. As opposed to we'll do, well, should I do that? And I don't have that much money left. And, you know, so this idea of noise blocking our ability to hear God clearly um, resonated 
so clearly for me and um and and only like god being only in our life for a moment it just it actually is a little heartbreaking when i say it because we begin to think of god as like a genie or like he's like i don't know a uh, a uh, uh, a wish yeah when the spirit of the living god is in us and and jesus said if you ask in my name it will be yours and we just we forget how awesome and how holy and how privileged we are to have relationship with our God. And so yeah. to only go to him in a moment, it, I mean, just, just, I guess we can think about since we're using children and parents analogies, just think about if your child or you only went to your parent on, you know, for a moment like how that would make you feel knowing that you could do anything knowing that you could provide knowing that you could help them through whatever they needed but they only were like i need ten dollars for some gas this week and you're like wow but i could give you a job i could send you here and you would never have to ask for money i could do this and so i'm just um what a um a powerful message and what a uh, the perfect time so praise god amen thank you that's good mama jay wow i just have to piggyback on what everybody else has said today this was very powerful i just god bless you for using you in such a, a amazing way and and so many things uh stood out but i think the thing that i i heard <laughs> the loudest <laughs> was about the noise. And I feel like a lot of times when I'm trying to study God's word and anything that is all about God and in, in, in the Bible, I get the noise. Mm. I get the noise about, oh, you know, I really need to go run this errand. Oh, you know what? I really wanted to watch this, this, this television show. Oh, I need to wash a load of clothes. I mean, just all kinds of crazy things that will come up. And I just feel like that's just the devil and the, and, and the evil one who just knows how important it is for us to study God's word and what we will get from it. And so he uses every trick in the book to keep us from that. And I, I'm just thankful for you bringing it to my remembrance to just pray him out of it yeah. and just listen to God and continue to be obedient to his word, to stay in his word, because we can't, we can't live this life without it. So yeah. thank you. Thank you. This is my daughter in love, not my daughter-in-law, yeah. my daughter <laughs> in love. Thank you, Minister yeah. Janetta. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, and I see Pastor Shay. And before Pastor Shay, I just want to remind everybody um, to start getting your um, communion ready so that we can take communion. And then Evangelist Sue, could you lead us in communion too? Um, so um, Pastor Shay. Hey, hey, um, man. Uh, as soon as you said the words tune in, um, it was like the Lord gave me all of those who had to tune in before us for so many different reasons. Like Hannah, who had to tune in because she wanted a promise. Solomon, because he wanted to be a good leader, had to tune in. David had to tune in to also learn how to learn more strategies for war. 
Abraham had to tune in to be the father of many nations. Aaron had to tune in to become the priest that God wanted to, uh, to be the buffer of his kingdom, to be where the people came to receive forgiveness. And even Hosea, who's, who's tuning in, I don't wish on nobody, had to continuously go after a wayward spouse just to prove how God loved Israel and how he would continue to come after Israel. So like these last few months, um, like from actually, yeah, from January to like maybe, yeah, no, December to like the end of February, it's been, you know, I'm like, Lord, it's been a struggle to tune in. But in actuality, it wasn't a struggle to tune in at all. Um, it was like the Holy Spirit was like, you know what, tuning in is not a struggle, so stop making it one. Sometimes we are our own noise. Yeah, that's good. We lack the ability to believe everything that he has already deposited in us. So then we start trying to figure things out and the Holy Spirit is like, this doesn't have to be a struggle. When you are being provided with strategy to teach you how to hear, look at all those who went before you that had to tune in for so many different reasons. It is not always to get something from God. It is always to be the one who's giving surrender and submission unto God. So it's like, it's easier to tune in when what we want is no longer talking louder than God's mission, than mm -hmm. delighting in him, than surrendering in him, That's than submitting to him. When all of those come together, then we can hear and adhere to what the word of God is saying, the direction that the Holy Spirit is given. So great word. And it Lord just blew my mind with that one. So amen. That, that, that is so good. There are so many that had to tune in before us. And yeah. you know, and so he gives us strategy. And so I love that. And so I just want to encourage everyone. The tuning in starts now. And you know, I I, you know, take a moment after we get off to just tune in and to either listen to respond, listen to pray as you pray, or listen to read and really take a moment to hear. And like I said, it, you know, it, it doesn't always have to be, uh, you know, this audible voice, his word, he speaks all throughout in the word. So um, thank you all. Um, I love you all and I'm grateful for each and every one of you. And my prayer is that we would take this word and not just let it fall on uh, the analogy where they talk about falling on the rocky and stony ground. I can't think of it right now, but, um, but let's not just let it go in one ear and not the other, um, but that we really take heed to it and respond. Amen. So evangelist Susan. Amen. Um, this morning, as Julie was sharing about communion, um, I want to go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 27, where it says, therefore, whoever eats the bread or drink the cup of the Lord in an unworthily manner will be guilty of sinning against the, um, the body and the blood of the Lord. And in verse 28, it says a man ought to examine himself before he eats of the bread and drink of the cup. So as we get ready to partake in communion, um, we go back to verse 24, 
when Jesus was with his disciples in the upper room in verse 24, he says, and when he had given thanks, he broke. And he said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in that same manner, we will do as Jesus had instructed with his disciples, we will break and we will eat. And in verse 25, it said, in the same way after supper, he took the cup saying, this cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. And as we drink of the cup, let us be reminded of the blood that was shed on Calvary for the um, remission of our sins and the price that was paid. So in that same manner, as Jesus reminded them to do and drink in the new covenant of his blood, let us drink of the cup. Father God, we thank you for just the reminder that you constantly have been placing in front of us, God, to not only come to you in an unworthy manner, God, but we give you praise and we thank you for your grace. We thank you for the blood that was shed on Calvary for the remission of our sins, for the remission of my sins, God, I thank you. Father, and as we go forth from this day, God, we ask that we never forget the price that you paid for us on Calvary. We thank you and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen, thank you. Miss Robin, I saw your hand up. Do you still wanna speak? You wanna say something? Oh, I was just going to say um, thank you so much for this message because it just reminded me that it's not that God isn't speaking. I just haven't been listening. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 All right. Everybody else good? Anybody else? Uh, Elisha, would you mind praying us out, please? Lord God, I just thank you for this word that has come directly from you, God. I thank you um, that everyone that was supposed to be here to actually hear this word has done so, God. I ask that um, it has the same impact for those that listen to the recording, God. It is time for us to really refocus our attention, whatever that looks like, um, as individuals, God. I'm asking that we're able to tune in, tune in. Um, to you, tune into Holy Spirit and be able to tune out what's not of you, what's not like you, God. I thank you um, for the reminder that we cannot just come to you in, 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 in verse of moments, verse of needs, God. Um, if we just continue to just bask in your presence and be in open communication with you at all times, God, everything else will be as it's supposed to be. <laughs> And I just thank you for that, God. I thank you for um, our teacher on today. I thank you for the fellowship on today, God. Um, and I ask that we just carry this word throughout this week. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the KHOW Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email us at khowworshipla at gmail.com. That's K-H-O-W-O-R-S-H-I-P-L-A at gmail.com.